Hey friends, welcome to the Next Step Leadership Podcast, a conversation dedicated to helping you make your next step your best step. I'm Tracy Reynolds, and my partner for the Next Step journey is Chris Maxwell. Together we hope to inspire, assist, and create the confidence you need to take your next step in your personal growth, spiritual growth, vocation, or even your calling. Thanks for joining us. Well, come on, let's dive into this week's episode of Next Step Leadership. Welcome to Next Step Leadership Podcast. Uh, Chris Maxwell and Tracy Reynolds here again. Uh, another Thursday, another another day, another story uh, that we get to hear. Another friend we uh, enjoy spending time with. Uh, so, Tracy, it's good to it's good to see you. Hey, man, it's good to see you. You know, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Any day I make a new friend is a good day. So today, my new friend is Jacob Ten Twenty Thompson. And uh, it's a pleasure to have this young man with us. Welcome, Jacob. Hey, I'm glad to be here. Thank you so much for having me, and uh, I'm looking forward to this. Well, thanks, buddy. Uh, Jacob's got, like, we all have a story, right? Yes. And it seems like any good story has some struggle. Mm-hmm. It has, sometimes you think he's going to go this way and whoops, it goes another way. Life has a way of doing that. The Lord has a way of allowing life to do that for us. And sometimes I love, I was looking, I, I, I love the title to your book, but the subtitle really got me. Jacob has written a book called From Diagnosis to Destiny. And it talks about how your trials aren't meant to break you know, to break you, but meant to make you. Not break you, but make you. Cool. And I found that to be my, true in my own life. So, Jacob, welcome. To, I look forward to hearing your story. So, man, tell us tell us a bit about Jacob Thompson. Yeah. Um, well, currently, you know, I am a husband, a father of two boys. I live in Minnesota. And uh, I'm a youth pastor by day and the artist speaker author by not by night i i guess or by my (laughs) free time um but yeah where where it all began for me uh growing up was just playing sports that was kind of my first love that was the first place i began to form identity, build confidence, and find out who I was. Um, You know, I I point back to being in kindergarten, and I followed my brother, who was three years older, to baseball practice. And the coach gave me a jersey and put me on the team. And uh, that that was kind of the beginning for me um you know going forward middle middle school and going into high school it really became my focus uh, playing sports trying to be a a popular kid nothing too out of the ordinary but my interests were they drifted from being the things of God or or church or 
really kind of building my character to building my my athletic career, chasing girls, taking bike rides with friends, um, stuff like that. And so I got into high school and um, I wanted to, you know, play college, play play a sport in college. Could have been baseball, football, and I wanted to play professionally. That was kind of my life dream, my life goal. My dad and my grandpa were Division One athletes, so it wasn't. It didn't seem impossible. Uh, I figured if I could keep my trajectory, I could kind of make it. And mm-hmm. as I went throughout high school, my my performance started to level off. And mm-hmm. instead of getting stronger, faster, and better, as my senior year approached, I got weaker, slower, mm-hmm. and and worse and I couldn't no one could explain it because I practiced and trained harder than most of my peers and um, no one could really explain what was happening I I trained harder worked out harder than most of my peers and it was it was, you know, I tried to think of reasons. Maybe I got, maybe I hurt my leg or maybe, you know, I I really, I could try and come up with some excuse. Maybe I was having a bad day or something, but it just continued. I couldn't explain it. And So tell us, Jacob, Jacob, tell us more of the specifics of what you were really feeling. What was it yeah. like as you were going through that? trying to figure out what's going on, but what what all was going on. Yeah, so I remember stats and, and things kind of, I don't know, that's how my mind works. My freshman year of high school, I ran a 499 40-yard dash, which was, you know, one of the top three in my school, in my grade. My junior year, I remember I ran a, a four eight flat forty. So again, it's not you know NFL speed, but I was one of the fastest in my school, mm-hmm. and I was I was confident in in my running. My senior year, going into the football season, every year we ran forty yard dash. And I went out, and I ran a, a 5.04, which in the football realm is astronomically slower than a mm-hmm. 4.8 flat. And, you know, I kept trying. Get, you know, time and again, Coach, uh, give me one more, one more try. You know, I, I must have mm-hmm. ran... 10 40-yard dashes, could not break five seconds. And my junior year, you know, if people know what this is, power cleaning 
is kind of a a big football lift in the weight room. You know, I power clean 230 pounds my junior year, mm. and I only weighed about 150. So, wow. you know, pound for pound, it was towards the top. And senior year, you know, I've been working out all summer training. I go to do my max, and I can't break 210. Mm. So it was like... Those were measurable, tangible things, mm-hmm. but it was like on the field, you know, I'm not breaking on the ball. The mm-hmm. ball's going in the air. I'm having more trouble tracking it. Uh, and just my balance, you know, I ran the ball too and just was getting knocked down easier. Mm-hmm. Play baseball as well. And as a kid, I was, you know, I pitched um, as well as batting, stealing, bases, playing in the field. As the years went, my throwing just became inaccurate. I remember spring of my junior year, a routine fly ball hits the outfield that I've caught. I've caught these my whole life. Um, in a game, I'm going under it, hits off my glove, drops to the ground. And it was just like, it was so frustrating to feel like my mind knows what I can do, but my body won't do it. And so that was what started happening. Um, to transition a little bit on the flip side of what was happening, if if I can do that, sure. Mm-hmm. My um, freshman year at my high school, there's a Christian college down the street, and so there's a thing called Young Life. Very, it's very prominent where I went to high school. And a lot of the college kids are the the leaders. Mm-hmm. My freshman football and baseball coach, they two two guys, they were young life leaders, and they were um, students at the Christian college. And so the reason I say that they began to invite us to young life and. Um, to Bible study and just to hang out, go out to eat, play basketball. They just built a relationship. And so when when it came to a point then my senior year of I put all my identity, my value, my purpose, my worth into my performance. And mm-hmm. as that crumbled I had I had this Bible stuff that was like you know at first it's kind of like whatever I'll I'll go to Young Life it's fun I can play games see my friends and then they talk about mm-hmm. Jesus and you know you could tone that out or 
whatever you may do. But when my identity began to crumble, what I heard about Jesus became more prevalent and stuck in my mind more the idea that I had value, I had mm-hmm. purpose, and I had worth beyond just being an athlete. And yeah, that is what made um, what made the Bible, what made God and and Jesus and the Holy Spirit kind of come alive for me was kind of having my dreams crushed um but seeing there's actually more to to my life jacob had, had you prior to that time had some level of commitment to christ some knowledge of the lord uh, before that it seemed like you might have you know i grew up going to church um here and there i would go to church camp in the summer and I'd went through confirmation in the Lutheran church. And um, as I got older, you know, I had tournaments on weekends mm-hmm. and all summer. And it kind of fell by the wayside for me. Um, church camp, church, and really my faith. I my sophomore year of high school, because I had been going to Young Life, I actually signed up for a church camp. And I had a really, I, I had an exceptional time at camp, which surprised me. Because I was thinking, this would be lame and whatever, I'll just do it. But... I had a really good time, and I felt like God sort of met me and spoke to me at that camp. But when I came back, I still, I think I was missing really an internal change um, and a, a clear commitment to Christ. I think God has been at work in my whole life. Um, my mom praying and, you know, me going to these camps and me encountering Christian coaches and all the all these steps that God was doing on my heart. But it wasn't until sort of, you know, in, in the Word, it talks about a heart of stone becoming a a new heart, a heart of flesh. And it was sort of like my stone heart had to crumble. The walls had to crumble Mm. um, for me to have a a significant internal change. And what that was was we actually took a backpacking trip with our Young Life group. We went to Colorado in the mountains, and we had time to take a few scripture verses and just go in wilderness solitude to read them and to pray and then we come back at night 
and we would reconvene and share what we learned and share about our stories. And on that trip, it's the first time I ever really opened up about things that were on my heart, um, sins that I've struggled with and pain I had felt or experienced. And when I opened up, you know, it was as cliche as it may be. It was the weight literally lifted off of me. Um, you know, I felt this, I, I felt as if something kind of went from my toes to my head and just released. And at the same time, I was like something new kind of washed over me. And I would mark that as me encountering the Holy Spirit sort of for the first real time. And when I came back, I said, man, I'm no matter what I do, I'm going to read my Bible, pray every day, and I'm going to grow my faith um, regardless Mm. of everything else. And that kind of began for me the real journey of following Christ. That's so beautiful. Well, tell us a little more about, uh, before we end this podcast, tell us more of what uh, what more you experienced uh, with the struggles that you were having and, and what's your condition now that you would describe to our audience. Yeah. So as I, as I went into college, I, w- I would almost... And, I've never actually made this comparison, so I'm thinking out loud here. But my, it was like my spiritual person and my physical person went in these opposite directions. I experienced mm-hmm. just intense spiritual growth. And I also experienced a physical decline. My, I mark significant moments like going out to skate in college. I grew up playing hockey. I learned to skate when I was three. And one day went out and I could not skate. And it was wow. the most strange thing Again, couldn't explain it, but it was like my mind could picture it, but my body couldn't do it. And I would have moments like that that would make me stop and just wonder, like, what is going on? But I still, I played racquetball. I played pickup basketball, intramural volleyball. I was still active and I I wasn't the best athlete at that point but I wasn't you know I could hang and play in, in games so no one was thinking oh you probably have a rare neurological disease you know it was just kind of like oh maybe I'm a little uncoordinated or 
but but then I would have moments, you know, like skating or the final straw for me was paddle boarding, which from a water sport standpoint is not very difficult. You stand on a board and you paddle. And I couldn't do it. It was I graduated college, I was twenty four. And I couldn't paddle board, couldn't stay up, kept falling in the water. And at that point, I said, I need to go to a doctor and mm-hmm. try and figure out what's happening. Um, long story short, months of visits and tests, I was finally diagnosed with the rare disease called Friedrich's ataxia, or FA for short. And it turns out I was born with this. I've had it my whole life. Mm-hmm. And little by little, it's been taking away my my balance, coordination, my speech, my mm-hmm. energy. And um, they, they told me, you know, there is no treatment. It's only going to get worse. Eventually, you'll end up in a wheelchair. You'll have a shortened life expectancy. And what I say is that diagnosis had a twofold response for me. On one hand, it was like my whole life made sense. You know, I. I could make sense of everything that had gone on with my body. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, obviously, very difficult um, to get that news when you're you're 24. You feel like mm. you have your whole life ahead of you. You know, I I had been making music and kind of growing mm. this ministry and this career really and it was like it felt like my dreams were crushed round two Mm. you know Mm. first it was sports and now it was just the life the career the parenting the being a husband the father that I wanted to be it was like my dreams were now crushed again um, and Jacob, Jacob, there are so many people whose stories are different, but there are a lot of people who are listening in and they feel like their dreams are crushed right now. So we're going to, we'll end this conversation and uh, for our next podcast, we'll continue the dialogue with you uh, because life isn't easy. And there are so many people that mm-hmm. are battling questions and uncertainties and the what's they're facing and the why they're facing those things. But um, we'll continue the conversation with you and try to find ways that whatever we are enduring and facing, we'll make our next step our best step. Thanks for joining us on Next Step Leadership, the weekly conversation dedicated to your personal growth and leadership development. Chris and I are so glad you dropped in. You can find us on all your favorite podcast providers. Do us a favor and hit subscribe. And if you really want to help us, give us a rating. We so appreciate your support. 
Check out our show notes for more information regarding guest contact information. Chris Maxwell's 11th book, Equilibrium, 31 Ways to Stay Balanced on Life's Uneven Surfaces, is available now at www.chrismaxwell.me or Amazon, where you can find all of Chris's previous books as well. Our featured music is by Casual Americans. You can find their new musical releases at www.casualamericans.com or at your favorite music suppliers. We release Next Steps Leadership each Thursday, so join us again next week on the Next Step Journey, a conversation dedicated to helping you make your next step your best step.